Hey everybody, how's it going? Um, welcome to our podcast, Flip It and Reverse It. My name is Jasmine and I am joined here today with... George of the Savannah. Okay, so exotic. I like it. We, we're getting... Okay, sorry. This is the show where we force our interests upon one another. Oh, she almost didn't stick the landing there. <laughs> I didn't remember what I was supposed to say. I was so um, taken aback. George the Exotic. Uh, George of the Savannah. Oh, the Exotic. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to change your name. Savannah George. I'm going to just call you George, all right? You curious? All right. Someone's getting off topic. So on this episode today... <laughs> We are talking with our good friend Henry from the Pizza Time podcast. He had me on their podcast uh, a couple episodes back, so we yep. returned the favor by inviting him onto our podcast. We just had such a cool, fun time hanging out and talking to him. We just needed to do it some more. So, right. so we are today breaking down some of our favorite stuff about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We are breaking yeah. down our top ten heroes as well as some other stuff that we're going to talk about, Marvel-related, Jasmine, I... Getting nerdy. Henry, George and Savannah up in here. <laughs> but first, we're going to do, like we always do, and break down some movie trailers, oh, Jasmine. I just got the joke, because George of the junk, junk... Yeah. Okay, just got it. It's very clever. <laughs> um, the so movie the... trailers. We're having too much fun. Get it, get it going. Movie trailers um, are going to be mine. I picked Long Day's Journey into Night. And I picked Hellboy. So we'll be right back here in a minute after we watch both of those trailers. Welcome back, everyone. We just got done watching the first of the two trailers today. We took a look at Hellboy. Hellboy. So, um, should I go first? Uh, yeah, go first. This is, I, wow. There are a lot of different things going on in this trailer. I'm confused and don't know if I'm, it looks like a great trailer for a video game. I would play the hell out of this as a video game. There's dragons. There's, like, some doom freaky doom creature villains there's like a fucking uh like moth watch your mouth sorry there's like a moth bee sorceress woman there's yeah like ash dragons and people turning into cheetahs and rhinos and i just don't even i can't even keep it straight like there's a lot of trailer Whoa. in this trailer. Yeah. There's like there's a lot of movie in this. A lot movie. of movie and no but not like no plot. Confused no plot. on the plot. Just part. lots of action. There's some CGI going on. Yeah, there's a lot of action going on in this trailer. I have no idea what this story is about. No idea. I watched the first Hellboy like a decade ago. I mean hardly remember it me. I barely remember it either. So like I'm just going into it. I'm just thinking, wow, this looks like a lot of action. I don't know that I would go to the theater to see this. But if it came on TV, I'd probably turn it on. I probably would. Yeah. Just because, you know. Yeah. Blood and guts and big old swords being swung around and... I mean, it's April, you guys. Let's be honest. I mean, if you have nothing to do and it's raining all the time for most of us in this country, I mean, why not go see Yeah, have you seen, like, the other lineup of movies coming out? I mean, if you've already seen Shazam and you want to go see a movie, I'd go see Hellboy. Might as well. Yeah. All right, that's my take on this. I don't really got too much else to say. I didn't. I'm not a real big Hellboy geek. 
No. So I don't really know the backstory. I'm kind of, you know, like a Acting little... Acting seems fine, maybe. It's not Jeff Bridges like it was the last time. Wasn't it Jeff Bridges the last oh, time? Oh, I have no idea. I think it was. Tell me if I'm wrong. Um, yeah, correct the heck out of him. But, yeah, I got... I don't got a whole lot for this. I just... It feels like just a lot of action. Yeah. I do like those little demon doom yet looking characters. They, they're spooky. I like that. Yeah, it was the perfect amount of sci-fi for me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's the next one that we're watching? We're going to go look at Long Day's Journey into Night next. Okay. All right. We are back after having watched the trailer for Long Day's Journey into Night. Um, Mr. My turn George, go my on. Turn to go start on. First. Start yeah. it out. Start it out. Tell us what you think. He's got uh, thoughts. Yeah, so... We went into picking trailers for, like, this episode in the previous episode. That's, like, the thing that we do every week. We're like, okay, let's pick out the trailers for next week's episode, right? And so I told Jasmine, pick something obscure, because I picked up something obscure last time. So she picked something obscure this time, and it is definitely obscure. <laughs> um, it is a movie made in China, Um and from what I can tell, it's following these two people who are a couple, and it seems like a stuff stuff is about to go down. I don't know what's about to go down. I had no idea what was going on this entire trailer, but I was still intrigued. I don't know if you've ever had that experience before. Yeah, where like, yeah. Where it's you have like, no idea what's going on, but you want to know more. Yeah, which you know is the opposite of last week. We had the trailer that told us everything. Exactly. Yeah, you, know, you don't want to give away the whole thing. But, I mean, I didn't, I guess I just picked this based off the title because it's a title of a, I believe, a classic American play. So I didn't really realize it was a foreign film when I picked the title. So I think it looks really cool. Yeah, it honestly. looks great. I really want to go see this movie. Like, we were just talking about Hellboy a minute ago. So yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, if it's on TV, we go see it. I would go to the movies to see this movie. Yeah, like definitely, I definitely like the Roxy would. or something for sure. Yeah, no, I would definitely go see this movie. Um, if you are looking for just like an out of nowhere, good experience, I really think that this might be what you're looking for. Long yeah. day's journey into night. Remember that title. Heck yeah, man. Looks, no. looks spooky. Looks good. Yeah. It looks really good. Beautiful, beautiful filming. It looks like. Yeah. The cinematography is great. If you're into that, like artistic, you know, just way of like filming things. I mean, this is definitely going to be up your alley. I think so, man. Definitely. Anyway. That is our reviews of some trailers for this week. We will be right back, and we will begin our episode with Mr. Henry of... Pizza Time Podcast. Pizza Time Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Hi there. So, um, everyone, today we have a very special guest with us today. Um, this is Henry from the Pizza Time Podcast. How are you doing today, Henry? I'm doing great. How y'all doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, we wanted to give you a second here to plug yourself and you know tell everybody out there about your podcast. Well, uh, I'm from the Pizza Time Podcast. Uh, me and my co-host, Steven, uh, who sadly cannot join us today for uh, health reasons. Um, All right. We got, we got the good half, right? Just kidding. <laughs> uh, I wish I could say that. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, yeah, but um, no. Yeah, of course y'all got the good half. Let me try to build myself up here. Um, yeah, well, Pizza Time Podcast. We're a podcast that uh, talk about anything pop culture related, whether it be comic books, uh, movies, TV shows, anything you want. And uh, 
you know, if you want us to talk about anything else, we'll talk about that too. You know, how's how you how y'all doing? You know, we'll talk about. Where can they um, find you? Instagram, etc. Uh, we are on Instagram and Twitter as Pizza Time Podcast. All right, and you can also find Pizza Time Podcast on Apple Podcasts now. They finally got oh, on there. I see Heck this yeah. is what. Yeah, this is why and- I need Stephen. He knows all about that. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, just got on the Apple Podcast as well as Spotify. You can find these guys just about anywhere. Literally but, uh, yesterday it happened. Yeah. Yeah, it's brand new. I already gave you guys a review, by the way. You know, feel thank free you, to thank you. Thank you. I saw that. I appreciate it. Yeah. So one of the things I didn't get a chance to ask you um, when, when we were on last time, because I was on, you know, your podcast last week, was uh, what is your favorite type of pizza? Oh. <laughs> My favorite type of important questions. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, well, my favorite type of pizza is a uh, Hawaiian. I'm a man that loves his uh, his fruits. Yeah. Well. Okay. Okay. What? Let's what? hold up. I need to. I need an explanation from my friend here. <laughs> Fruit on pizza? It's not. No, you don't need to be on there. It's gross. No, and pineapples no. just in general are gross. Don't, um, don't mind jasmine canadian bacon is a sub form of meat don't oh, mind jasmine. um <laughs> my uh my two minutes on here were nice it was good meeting you guys yeah i know it's much it's much nicer when you're just talking to george here huh <laughs> yeah uh jorge was a lot nicer to me um <laughs> no i'm with you man i eat hawaiian all the time so now we're, we're together on this one she's the outlier here <laughs> no 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 i get it it's always 50 50 on that it's either Yes, or God, you are the scum of the earth. You're Satan. <laughs> how dare you? It's, a... it's like such an offensive statement, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't I'm know. On my pizza? Sorry. Yeah, so today we are going to be talking about um, some Marvel stuff, some Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff. Heck yeah. Did you do your homework, Henry? I did half of it. All right. Wait, you know what? That'll get us halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, I did my top five. I couldn't think of the other five. It's difficult list. Difficult list, honestly. It is difficult yeah. list. We'll have to have, we'll have to do a little spitball in here in the middle of it. But today we're breaking down our uh, top ten heroes from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But won't you really quick just tell me like what made you get into like you know comic book stuff in the first place? I know you're a DC guy mostly. What made you get into DC and Marvel? Well, when I was younger, before uh, I wasn't much of an athlete as I am now. <laughs> but, well, yeah, before I got into sports and all that, I had asthma and I wasn't really much of a of an athletic kid. I had like a lot of health issues, so I'd stay at home a lot. And I remember uh, one day I had a friend who uh, who brought over this this book. It was uh, I think what was it? I think it was Batman the the Dark Knight. Okay. It was uh, uh, the Dark Knight Returns. Was, oh, was. okay. And I thought it was one of the coolest things ever. And uh, I, started, I started looking more into Batman. And I remember like a few, uh, like a month or two later, my dad brought me a DVD of Batman and Robin, which. Oh, yeah, the 90s one. Yeah, which now <laughs> is like one of the worst movies of all time. But to me, I will cherish forever. <laughs> I was in love with that movie as a kid because I like, grew up like watching like Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. So like yes. Any, yeah, anything with him in it, I was sold. I was like, yes, Arnold. And you know what? Looking back on it, he wasn't the worst Mr. Freeze, even with all the like stupid puns. Like yeah. he still was okay. I think I that's low key one of the reasons I love puns. It's yes. <laughs> it, it made my humor. It's that one. That's that one. Yeah. Poison Ivy's yeah. hot. I want to be here when I grow up, and that's all that mattered. <laughs> I was like, yes, okay. win for her. 
All right, so we took some time making these lists, so we're gonna, just going to jump right into it. Um, so I'm just going to go my number 10, and then, Jasmine, you do your number 10. Sure. And sure. then, Henry, just um, just find a number 10 real quick. I believe in you. I, lo- I, I really love how y'all doing this, because that means I could cheat off of y'all. Thank you. <laughs> you are welcome. You're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. They were pretty good. <laughs> <sighs> Jorge, you're a savior. <laughs> do what I can. Uh, so my number 10 on my list here for top heroes, I have uh, Gamora. So low. From Guardians of the Galaxy. And that might have something to do with the fact that I have a slight crush on Zoe Saldana, but we'll leave that for another time. I yeah, cannot blame yeah. you on that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I think what was the other night you were like, oh man, I want to put her at the top of my list, but she's green. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she is green. So it's a color thing now. Yeah. Like you can't date green girls. Okay. Well, Damn, she got bro. like she's got like scales on her and stuff. It's just it's not a good look. But you know, but no, Gamora is a badass in general. I mean, she's like a badass like assassin chick who you know decides to like fight Thanos with her bare hands. I mean, come on. But you yeah. got her low because she's green. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she's great and deal breaker. She's. Super awesome. Would have been a three. Put her at 10 because she's green. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My number 10, just because I just saw it, um, and I wanted to to put her on here, and I wanted to have some ladies on here. I put Captain Marvel at my number 10. I don't think she's, like, the greatest, but, like, she's bad. Like, her powers are, like, holy shit. So, like, um, I think that's why I kind of put her on the list. Because, like, there's a, that scene when she's punching through the freaking spaceship. Like, that alone. It's like, we were just watching Avengers the other night. And the scene where Hulk punches the little space bug guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 From, from Avengers 1. Yeah, it was, like, that scene times 20. I was like, that's the coolest thing ever. You just took down a huge-ass spaceship with your arm. Like, that's amazing. And I, I do like Brie Larson. I think she's cool. I think she's got a, like, a very dry sense of humor, which probably comes from, you know, having your memories ripped away from you. Um, oh, yeah, I had no I problem. I, I don't get why people were so, I don't know how to put it. It was like they had a bunch of sticks up their butt. But Everyone had the sticks up their butts. Well, I, she I made don't know. one comment. Like, Brie Larson made one comment on, like, one, like, press tour events and everyone just yeah. took it the wrong way. Everyone's like, oh, she's angry feminist. We were at the dentist and the guy, the dentist next to us was like, oh, I really was excited for Captain Marvel, but I found out she's kind of a man hater, so I don't know now. And I'm like, dude, really? <laughs> I mean, there's like a bunch of Hollywood actors that are like rapists and stuff, but that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they're cool. Yeah, it's cool. Just because some chick just doesn't like some dudes. <laughs> yeah. I, let's not watch this this cinematic marvel oh pun pun number one there we go let's let's try to get to five y'all yeah all right all right my number 10 is rocket oh yeah i like that rocket uh i'm saying uh i would have had him a little higher had they maybe maybe like built him up a little more but i do like uh how in the second one they gave him more more of a character arc Oh, yeah, 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 especially him and Yondu. Yes, so, yeah, I like how they made, uh, they kind of make him realize that he's not just some tough, weird raccoon thing. He's, he actually has feelings, and, you know, he, he cares what people think. He wants, he wants to be accepted, and he wants stuff like that, so it interested me that he has, like, on the outside, he's trying to be this badass. He wants to be the leader, and he wants people to know, hey, I'm the, I'm the 
I'm the tough guy of the group. But in reality, it's the he's scared and he doesn't really know what to do all the time. Right. You know, I kind of feel bad that I didn't put him up as my number 10. I should have cheated off of you. <laughs> hey, y'all gave me the time to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm going with my number nine here. I got uh, T'Challa, Black Panther, as my number nine. Um, you know, he didn't have a whole lot to work with in his movie, which is strange to say that, that you wouldn't have a whole lot to work with in your own movie. But uh, most of his character development that I thought was pretty impressive came from Civil War. Yeah. I mean, yeah. When he, you know, goes to that summit, you know, like not really believing in diplomacy, having to watch his father get killed in front of him, goes on this vengeance tour, and then kind of discovers at the very end that like, you know, like vengeance is like ripping everyone apart and he doesn't want to be a part of it anymore. And he stops that dude from killing himself so that he has to go to jail so that he can, you know, like deal with his crimes. He's like, no, you're not getting off that easy. So, I mean, yeah, just just from Civil War alone, I thought T'Challa's character was pretty badass, but I thought it kind of got amplified in Black Panther where he was like forced to become a king really quickly and like take on what it means to be a king um, without really knowing how to do any of that because his mentor he found out was just some dude who abandons kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And kills their parents while he's at it. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, after that beautiful speech, I feel bad for not putting him in my top 10 at all. Oh. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert. Coachella got the, got the cold shoulder from me. Um, but uh, I actually, I had my number nine was Rocket. And then I changed my mind because I was like, nobody's going to put Groot in their top 10. So I'm going to put Groot in my top 10. Okay. So <laughs> I was like, I feel like Groot just needs a little shout out for, oh, I don't know, sacrificing his whole body in Guardians. And then again, cutting off his arm and like always just being like, here you go. Like, here's my body. You can have it. I will make the ultimate sacrifice because Groot is a badass. Well, to be fair, it wasn't an ultimate sacrifice in infinity war because he just grew an arm back well, so i mean yeah it's still, but like, still a cool moment still a cool moment though oh it's a sacrifice in the sense that like would you have a handle otherwise yeah he did he did you know turn himself into a little tree ball and sacrifice himself and guardians yeah that's what i'm talking about it was like i think i read somewhere that he technically died and that's another groot yeah, yeah, yeah. No, James Gunn confirmed that. He said that that's yeah. the truth. It's like yeah. it's almost like just leaving like a seed off of a tree. It's like it's a brand new tree, but it's from the same like original plants. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, some amoeba cell dispersing well, shit. Plants being asexual, <laughs> they can just you know, science pop one yeah. off the arm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, so what you got for number nine? All right, for number nine, I have Nebula. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were discussing this earlier, trying to determine whether she was... We're knocking out all the Guardians hero. real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, this it was tough for me, too, because I was going to put Rocket ahead of her, but I like, uh, I like Nebula's little story arc, because in the beginning, you kind of hate her, because it's like, yeah. why, why are you being kind of a... You're, you're kind of being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's the... Yeah, I don't. Why, why are you still following Daddy around if you know he hates you? Um, yeah, right. No, that's and true. Trying to kill your sister, just was like, yeah, it's just you should stop that. But no, and uh, you see towards like I think it was was it Infinity War and Guardians Two where you see her kind of expand her role expand a little more, and <clears throat> I like uh, I like how the sibling rivalry turns into like how she's just, she just wanted love 
you know? Yeah. She just yeah, wanted acceptance. Right. You know, yeah, it's it, her whole thing is pretty messed up, you know? She's super, super abused, and I hope she gets to kill Thanos, honestly. I hope yeah. she steals the death blow, because he was pretty messed up to her. Or at least in gets the, to just beat him up a lot, you know? In it's the like, comics, that's a, she actually that's actually how it goes. Oh, really? In the Infinity Gauntlet, uh, the Infinity Gauntlet uh, storyline, uh, Nebula's the one that kills Thanos. Oh. So, spoiler alert! That <laughs> follow it to to what it is. That might that might be the case. It kind of. I think it probably should be the case. It really should be. Yeah, it makes the most sense to me. Though she turns evil, and then they have to defeat her. But you know, <laughs> or that. Yeah, one, one thing at a time, right? Yeah. 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 So my number eight. Uh, we're diving into some Netflix stuff here. My number oh. is Jessica Jones. Pulling them out. I am actually a really big fan of Jessica Jones. I thought that um, I thought that show, while sometimes it was kind of boring, I liked Jessica Jones as a character. I thought that she was a badass, uh, just being able to go around just knock people out all the time. Uh, really good detective. I, I, you can it's not kind of suffer from <laughs> the detective story, and. Um, I kind of like the fact that, you know, like she wasn't really that into being a hero. She kind of just did it because she felt like she had to. She didn't want anything to do with it. She was like, yeah, I'm not really into this. And then she kind of like over the course of like two seasons just almost feels like goes from like feeling obligated to actually accepting it and embracing it. Yeah. Yeah. She's not like your classic hero by any means. No, nah, she didn't want anything to do with it at first. She was like, yeah, it's not I my thing. Stop I, she's, like, she's like, I just want to get drunk, dude. That's all I want. <laughs> she also straight up murdered the guy, so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not every hero needs to be like Batman. I mean, some of them got to like, grab David Tennant's neck and twist. I mean, snap, snap yeah. him up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my number eight was Spider Man, Mr. Tom Holland. Oh, um, it's a good thing Steven's not here. No, oh, uh, he would have been. Yeah, that's his. That's his like number. One. He is obsessed with Spider-Man. Okay, all right. See, okay. So here's my thing: is that I mean, I think Tom Holland is by far the best Spider-Man ever. He's amazing. Love him. He's adorable. Um, and he's he's super funny and he's super great for the role. Like, don't get me wrong. I just, I don't know. I'm not like super stoked about Spider-Man as a hero and his abilities, like. Yeah. I mean, he's he's cool and everything, like, but I think I just like the character of Peter Parker more than I like actual Spider-Man in action. Like, watching a Spider-Man fight isn't, like, my favorite, if that makes sense. That's fair. I also don't think we've seen a whole lot of great Spider-Man fights no. from this new version of Spider-Man. That's, just yeah, yet. that's what we're talking about. It's like, Homecoming's a great movie, but, like, there's not that much superhero stuff, you know? No, not yet. Uh, yeah, you haven't seen too much progression from him, either. It's no. the, he, yeah, he's there. I mean, he died, but. <laughs> I guess that's about it. You just felt sad because he died. <laughs> that just about covers it. <laughs> he's got his weird dad thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what do you got for number eight? Uh, For number eight. Oh, damn. Where did I put my list? Oh, I closed out of it. Damn it. Oh, Nick Fury. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Good choice. Yeah. He, he, he counts, right? As one of the. No, one he of the counts. Yeah, he definitely counts. He counts, yeah. Sorry, just making sure. Um, after watching Captain Marvel, it made it, it made my love for him grow a little more, and uh, it kind of explains why. In the whole, like, I remember watching this growing up, I'm like, why the hell is he so like nonchalant about all this shit? <laughs> <laughs> right? He's like this. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's he's like this man just watched like some thunder god come from another dimension, and he's like, yo, 
chill. <laughs> he sees some man flying in a robot suit, and he's like, hey, you want to join my team? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, like, I like how in the beginning also, yeah, he's really, he's, first of all, he just looks badass. Samuel L. Jackson, baddest motherfucker on the planet. Uh, True. True. Exactly. Um, Pulling out action sequences in his 70s, get out. Exactly. Even though you, you could, like, again, I always say whenever he runs in that in Captain Marvel, you can really tell he's like old as hell. <laughs> like and any like quick movement, you're like, yeah, he's he's old. But but yeah, no, I love uh, I love his uh, his development from guy who's skeptical about it to, oh, this is extremely normal and I deal with this every day. Yeah. yeah. No, his him in the beginning of that movie is really funny, where he's just like, "What the hell about everything?" Yeah, and now he's just like, "Yeah, I lead these people. What's up?" <laughs> no, I liked it too. I liked his uh, his character development in uh, Ci- not Civil War in Winter Soldier. Yes, uh, in Winter Soldier, because like he goes through the whole like pro- process of like um, you know first like being betrayed by Shield, and then like having to go into hiding, and then pretending to kill himself. And then having to take on his best friend, who was the head of Shield, and you know the casual stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> Another Tuesday for Nick Fury. Yeah, no big <laughs> deal. So my number seven is Spider Man. Uh, I'm not going to rehash too much here. I think the problem with Spider Man so far is just that, like, we haven't seen that much of him, which I'm sure will change in the summer when you get far from home. Yeah, but um, yeah, they just have. They were so excited to get Spider-Man that they knew they didn't need to do a whole lot to sell him because Spider-Man kind of just sells himself. But I'm hoping that they'll like ratchet up another level because Spider-Man just has so much going for him from a comic book standpoint that you need to just show off how badass that character is supposed to be. Right, and that new suit though. And that yeah. get those weird leg things going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, ours were flip-flopped. I had my number seven as Jessica Jones. So oh, okay. We're boring. We're boring. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we don't need to talk about that. Next. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> okay, now. I had other points about Jessica Jones that I was saving. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I think I agree with everything that you said, but I also like with Jessica Jones, like how she's not, and I mean, I don't not to say unattractive, but she's not like your stereotypical Hollywood hot girl. No, she's definitely and, not. Which I mean, I just appreciate because it's just like, yeah, she's she's thin and kind of athletic, but like a total badass. And like, I also love in the Defenders and stuff how she's like, I don't know why does everyone know martial arts, and she's just like sitting there just like punching people. It's it's just good. Cause it's cool because it's like yeah. she doesn't have any training. She doesn't have like much other than the fact that she can just beat the shit out of someone. She kind of just barrels through them. Yeah, yeah. no, that's great. Plus, oh. Kilgrave's a great villain. So well, Save that for another time. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're saving that Ooh, for another sorry. time. Oops. Getting ahead of myself. Oh, okay. I guess my turn. Uh, number seven. I'll go with the Incredible Hulk, Bruce Banner. Oh, okay. I'd have him a little higher on this list because uh, as a kid, I loved him. Like, as, I love the Hulk movies, but as I grow older, I, I watch them again, and it's a... Uh... <laughs> Not bit. quite the same. No, the, <laughs> the nostalgic went away quick with that one. Yeah, uh, some things to stay in your memory. Yeah, I, sh- I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have ruined that. Uh, <laughs> but Mark Ruffalo did uh, d- is doing a pretty good job uh, helping fix the reputation of him. Um, For sure, definitely. Yeah. So Bruce, I would. I wish I could put Bruce Banner a little higher, but 
is like in the last movie, Hulk kind of kind of wussed out for me. Uh, I hope that they make that make a lot more sense when we see yeah. it here in Endgame. I, I feel like they had something in mind, so I can't wait to figure out what it is. Right, yeah, I, like- I, I was reading that they had a lot more sense to it, but I guess like as a cat, like sometimes to the casual fan, it's more like, so, so are you telling me the Hulk a pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Like, he pussied out. Like, we're talking Avengers 1, he can just be like, I'm always angry. Snap, I'm the Hulk. And now he can only get half his face to go? Yeah. Uh, what's going on here? I think they're trying to make it play out that, like, there's, like, split personalities. Yeah, like, yeah. His own personality. Yeah. And that, you know, Bruce can't seem to get the other personality to cooperate. So, yeah. we'll, we'll see it's how that turns weird. out. something weird. But I like that Bruce, you see, he's uh, he went from, like, the really cowardly man to... I'll get in the Hulkbuster suit and I will fight since the Hulk's not coming out. I will go out there because I know I'm part of the team. I'm going to do my part, even though I'm not, you know, hulking out. I'm going to I'm going to do what I can. So I like I like that little progression from small man that knows he can't do much. to you know what? I'm still a part of this team. I'm going to do I'm going to do everything I can. So, yeah, like, you know what, Stark? Suit me up. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's a better explanation I think I could have came up with for the Hulk. Yeah, for sure. No, yeah, you're making me think differently now. I'm like, oh, maybe I should have put the Hulk right? in my I'm top like, oh, ten. I feel bad. I, I totally shafted the Hulk. Oh, you didn't Damn. put him in the top ten either? <laughs> no, I'm a jerk. Oh, uh, well, you know, we got some diversity here. It's all right. <laughs> um, my number six is um, Detective Misty Knight from Luke Cage. Ooh. Yeah, some little outside the box there but this is in my opinion and i will take this one all the way that this is the most badass woman in, in the marvel cinematic universe really 100 percent. yeah 100 percent uh misty knight I, like, I don't know how much i don't know if you've seen both seasons of luke cage but you got a kid here well she's not a kid she got a grown woman here who like talks about growing up like on the streets and having to fight for everything and like gets promoted through the ranks of being a detective. <clears throat> and, you know, she just takes on anyone and everyone. She doesn't care how, like, how much of a crime lord you are. If you're, you know, this giant murderer, she's going to go out and do her thing. She believes in the law, even though it doesn't always work. And the thing that I thought, like, really made her the most badass to me wasn't the fact that she, like, stood up to Luke Cage or anything like that, but was that moment where she just, like, went up into that, like, building and the Defenders and she just fought that dude with that sword and got her arm chopped off and decided to keep I, on yeah. going. Yeah, and then she comes back in season two of Luke Cage and she just gets with, a uh, bionic arm. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, Anakin you know Skywalker's that ish, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. You can't be a real hero unless you've lost one of your limbs. She right? got into a bar fight with one arm and beat up the dudes like all over the place. Like Colleen just sat there and watched her beat up like three dudes with one arm. Like, come on now. Yeah. No. I'm right there with you. I 100% No, agree. I, I love Misty, so. What are we on? Are we on six? Six. six? Okay. My number six is Iron Man. Oh. Um, because, uh, I mean, this is right in the middle. It's a good place to be. Iron Man's great. Um, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is hilarious. He's badass. He has all the right stuff. I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say except for just, it's Iron Man. Iron Man's great. You don't need to say too much. You don't need it's to just, say it's anything. Iron Man. Yeah. It's freaking Iron Man, man. Yeah. Man, man. Yeah, man, man. <laughs> he is the original man. <laughs> the OG man. Yeah. So Damn straight. Yeah. What do you got for six? Uh, for six, I have uh, T'Challa, Black Panther. Uh-huh. 
all right, all right. All right. Uh, well, I didn't like I like like pointed out earlier in Black Panther, he didn't have much of the story arc. It was the so I don't want to be king, but I do. I don't. It's it was kind of like uh, I, the reason that movie was pretty good was the villain. So uh, I I go back to Civil War. And as uh, Jorge remembers in last week's episode, yeah, uh, I put that movie pretty low on my list. Right, right. Yeah. Too, yeah. But, uh, but one of the things I did like was T'Challa, who uh, went from someone who was just seeking vengeance for his father to a man that actually learned a lesson at the end. That he won't, he won't let vengeance consume him. He won't let vengeance... He doesn't want anyone... Well, he saw that how Tony and... Uh, Steve let yeah. vengeance consume them and it ended the friendship. It basically ended the Avengers. Yeah. So I, I don't know why. I, I like the, the, the growth he had there and how hopefully in the next Black Panther, it'll, it'll show uh, his development as a character. But in, in that case, also his suit just looks this badass. suit is Great. badass. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah, the whole idea of vibranium is badass just in general. I mean, half of his badassness comes from Shuri, who's also badass. Yep. So you can't deny that, but... There we go. <laughs> you got to have the brains behind the operation. You know? Exactly. Exactly. So we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to do our top five. So stick around for that. <laughs> hey, everyone. Jasmine and I just want to take a quick second here to thank everyone who checks in with us every single time that we drop a new episode of Flip It and Reverse It. Our subscribers! Yes! Our fans, which is weird to say, but the people who like hanging out with us. Yeah, as you probably have seen from us posting on Instagram relentlessly, we just passed the 600 listen mark. Which is insane to me. It's crazy (laughs) that people keep listening, but you know what? We are so thankful for it, and we're just stopping by today to not only say thank you, but to ask you for additional support. You can sponsor our podcast individually by really small donations, just about like like a dollar a month. 99 cents would sound better. Yeah, 99 cents per month. So you can find the link to donate to our podcast um, pretty much wherever you listen to your podcast from. Now, most of you listen to us through uh, iTunes, which I've seen. And if you click right on the cover art, there is a purple hyperlink that you can click on to and donate straight to our podcast. 99 cents a month, and Jasmine and I keep making great episodes, which make you laugh. Yeah, and you know, like, if we were able to get some revenue, maybe we'd be able to do nicer things. Like, we'd be able to get, like, microphones or a shirt. Yeah. On my, I, I, need, I need socks, guys. I mean... Yeah, what we're going to do, we're going to buy cool hats and stuff. Then we're going to post those hats on Instagram, and we'll be wearing those hats. (laughs) Give me hats. Um, (laughs) No, no, but if if legitimately, if you like what we're doing, um, you know, it does does take time and a little bit of effort, but we're going to keep doing it no matter what. But if you want to support us, we'd love that. Yes, so please go ahead and click on that purple little hyperlink. Just click on the cover arts. Uh, whenever you are listening to one of our episodes, you'll be able to click on the purple hyperlink and donate 99 cents a month to us. We'd really appreciate it. And 
we are back now to give you all our top five heroes in the MCU. Top five. Top five. <laughs> top cinco. Yes, sir. Hey, oh, there we go. Top uh, foof. Is that German? Yeah, baby. Oh, okay. Sink, okay. I think, was it, is in French? Uh, uh, foof. Oh, no, wait. Wait, wait, wait French is... Uh, de, trois, cinq. Yes, you're right. Yeah, cool. you got the French. Oh, we got four languages going. Okay, okay. We speak four languages between us. Yeah. Nailed it. Uh. Just numbers. <laughs> so I will kick off our top five here with my number five. And I have Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Yeah. I love Ant-Man. I didn't know he was going to make it into my top five or not, but it's hard to deny Ant-Man. Um, he's just a really cool character. I don't know. You know what? Even... You take Paul Rudd out of the equation, I still like the idea of Paul Rudd, but putting Paul Rudd into the equation just makes him definitely top five material. I thought you were going to say you still like the idea of Ant-Man. I still like the idea of Paul Rudd. I like the idea of him, too, all the time. She has a crush on Paul Rudd, something fierce, like something real I mean, if fierce. you've seen Clueless, that's all you need. I Paul see. Rudd is a whole man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But no, no, I, I actually really like his character in the movies. Though. I like the fact that like he's just like some like, you know, like some, you know, slacker, like, you know, like, you know, like criminal dude. Yeah, well, I mean, like <laughs> just a guy who obviously went through his life just messing around and then realized one day he had to grow up and decides to be a good father. And, yeah. you know, you feel like he's like a man child learning responsibility as he goes along. And he's like slowly becoming like the adult he should have been 20 years ago. Yeah. But he's he's getting there now. He's getting there now. You know, he's kind of like as if if we had if we just all of a sudden got a super suit. Yeah, yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, you just figure out. You're like, oh, you know, it's time to grow up. All right, here we go. But <laughs> ultimate badass. Still, with that being said, I mean, like, I don't know if I could build such an elaborate like little thing that he made for his daughter in the beginning of Ant Man the Wasp. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that whole slide and through the house. Yada yada. Yeah, that cardboard little like um whatever like. He had a production team, but still. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was impressed. Um, my number five is Gamora. Oh. Um, I put her up much higher. Um, I mean, Gamora's just, she's just really great. And, you know, she's got that whole background. I was evil, raised by the biggest villain ever, decides to break free from it. I mean, like, Nebula hasn't quite gotten to Gamora level yet. I feel like she's, like, three steps behind her. And Gamora's like, I'm full hero now. And, like, I don't know. She's just, I just <coughs> like her. She's hot. She's cool. She kicks ass. And, um, you know, she gets to date Chris Pratt. So that's fun, too. So that's the real reason there. No, that's not a jealousy thing. Um, Dang. <laughs> oh, if it was not a jealousy, she wouldn't even put her on the list. Yeah, I would be like, Gamora, no, nah, fuck that. <laughs> all right what do you got for number five uh for number five i got my girl scar joe what's up ah, mm. oh, okay. yeah black widow not only is she extremely flexible and as in like martial arts wise <laughs> <laughs> she's extremely flexible as as a character in her arcs you know because oh. she went from Pun number uh, two. Thank you. <laughs> I'm here for the next 30 minutes, y'all. <laughs> um, she, uh, she went from just the eye candy in Iron Man 2, well, in yeah. the beginning, to, like, super spy, still eye candy, yeah. to, like, super badass in the Avengers. Yeah. True. We did just watch that last night, and I was like, damn, I forgot how cool she is. Yeah. Yeah, and, that, and the thing is, again, young me was just like, 
I was just in it because it's Scarlett Johansson. Come on. Yeah. Well, yeah. And but you know, but yeah, as you get, get older, you realize you see her in uh, what was it? Uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a good movie for her character. Yeah, you see her dynamic. You know, she wants she wants to help her boy Steve get a get a date, uh, <laughs> and at the same time, she's taking down like criminal organizations. Oh, so yeah, at the very end of the movie, too, she exposes everything. Exactly, yeah. and they yeah. do that whole Mission Impossible face swap thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, I forget how cool she is. She, man, I can't wait for her movie. I yeah, know. no, I'm excited. I thought that Scarlett Johansson was pretty. I just can't see it. I was like, you can't <laughs> see it? No, I Grant, I just like, not as much as some of the other ladies. Like, I don't know. She's got, never mind. I'm not going to, this is obviously going to be a losing fight. So I'll just, I'll just not. I mean, if, if I have to say the most attractive in the MCU, it's, I don't think it's ScarJo, but that's, I have opinions on that for someone else, but I mean, that's for another, that's for another podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, let's we not let's not spoil the future. Here. We'll, we'll get that <laughs> yeah. another time. Yeah. Um, my number four is Luke Cage. Ooh. Yes, absolutely, Luke Cage. Uh, same similar dynamic to Jessica Jones in the sense that like he didn't want to be a hero at first. He just wanted to be left alone and just thing. Yeah. But then. You know, the first, like, two episodes of season one, you see that character, who I love, this actor. I wish they wouldn't have killed him off so soon, but the guy who played Pop. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. you see him that, I was about him. to say, did they kill Luke? I didn't see season two. Oh, man, oh. you've got to see season two. <laughs> we, man. It's so good. So good. Um, but, yeah, no, <laughs> you see Pop get killed in the first, like, couple episodes, and then you just watch, like, Luke, like, slowly take on this, like, identity of, like, I need to be the person who makes sure that these things don't happen again. It like takes it on himself to protect his neighborhood. Like he's not trying to be for everywhere. He's just like the hero of Harlem. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, no, I think he's a badass. I think Michael Coulter is a badass. That show is mostly good. 75% good. Like you take season one and you cut it at like episode seven and then all of season two. That's all good. It's yeah, just we episodes just like Diamondback. Yeah, that those last six episodes. <laughs> yeah, of season one it, I did kind of. That's why I didn't really go back for season two. It kind of, yeah, kind of slowed yeah. down oh, for me. Two villains, pretty solid though. The, the guy who's a villain in season two is so good. Season two in general is really good. You should definitely check it out. Yeah, I see, and I feel bad because I didn't put Luke Cage in my top ten because I just. I just can't until I know how this his story continues because right now they left him in such a weird place, which I won't spoil. But like, I just I can't right now because I'm just like I'm I'm upset with him. Um, so Ooh. he didn't make it. <laughs> um, but my number four from the same show is Misty. I put her a little higher than you. Oh okay. Um, I agree with everything you said. I think Misty's a total badass. <clears throat> she gets her whole arm chopped off. Just a normal person, no superpowers, no special training fighting other than you know being a cop which is like some special training fighting but not extensive she doesn't have super strength or anything but then she gets a robot arm which you know it's always always good to have a billionaire friend right yeah yeah always good to get yourself a robot arm yeah so if you haven't seen season two uh uh danny ran iron fist he actually like gives misty her robot arm yeah so that's how they play it off in that show that makes sense yeah, yeah, so she gets her robot arm, and then not only is she super cool and badass, but now she can also, like, throw a wicked punch. <laughs> <laughs> I would so, hope so. 
right? Yeah, well, they get some training. Colleen trains her up a little bit, too. Yeah, well, they have some, like, Daughters of the Dragon type stuff going on in season two of Luke Cage with her and Colleen, and then she shows up for the last, like, six or seven episodes of season two of Iron Fist. So you get a lot of Misty, like, in the Netflix shows. Yeah, she she really grows on you. Yeah. I gotta catch up. Well, in the (laughs) same, you know, uh, way that y'all talk about netflix my number four is uh daredevil oh okay okay yeah uh it kind of i guess he's he's the one that kind of started off the whole netflix hero thing so i gotta pay homage to that and also i love the fact that uh he's always getting i don't know why it just makes me smile that he's always getting beaten up (laughs) like them them hallway battles just are insane. Just, oh, the They're choreography so is amazing. That show uh, is good. Choreo. I, I love it. Uh, I love Kingpin as the villain. I love how how he tries to keep up his uh, Matt Murdock persona and Daredevil. Uh, it's you just start with the moral compass too. Ex- yeah, exactly. Uh, and like when Punisher is brought in, which oh, I'm not my gonna. God. Oh, oh God. yes. The first four episodes of season two are the best. Like when it's just like him, like hunting the Punisher. Oh, I was, man, I, that was great. I was giddy. Yeah, get but, the tears rolling, get the heart pounding. But yeah, no, I love, I love Matt Murdock. He's the the everyday man working for uh for the people of uh, of Hell's Kitchen. He's he cleans up the streets where the Avengers like save, take care of the big stuff. He's he's uh he's the everyday hero. Yeah, he's making yeah. sure the little guy's taken care of. Yeah. Perfect. No, and I'm going to play off that real quick because Daredevil's my number three. Oh. Um, so that just works out perfectly. I mean, when I started watching Daredevil, I didn't know what to think of it because I didn't like really see any of him in the comics growing up. I just didn't read any Daredevil. Um, so I didn't know what to expect, but season one was great, uh, especially with the villain being, uh, what's it, Vincent D'Onofrio, I think is the actor who played Kingpin. That guy was great, and those two played off each other perfectly. Um, even when they brought in the craziest like, stuff with the hand, you know? Yeah. yeah. And he had to take on those ninjas in season one and two. <laughs> uh, that was all still really cool. Charlie Cox is great as that character. I mean, he played that blind man really well. I mean... It's 100% true. Yeah. I was no. surprised that he wasn't blind. you know fun fact about that is he tried out to be uh han solo in the han solo movie and he used to not making eye contact that he forgot to make eye contact during the audition and he didn't get the part because of that that ooh, dang yeah right i don't want to watch the han solo movie but (laughs) i mean i would watch it charlie cox is in it so they're lost yeah um my number three is Ant-Man. Oh. Man after my own heart, obviously. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. I love him. Love him to death. He's, you know what? I think one of the funniest characters in the MCU. I think he's got some of the best delivery of lines. <laughs> yeah. Statement. Um, not really, but. No, that's no, not a bold statement. He's hilarious. He's wonderful. And he took a character that, like, when you saw the ads, you were like, Ant-Man? Really? He's flying on Ant? That's so lame. That seems so dumb. I don't want to watch it. And then you're like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever. I love it so much. I didn't want to watch it. That, that's straight up. <laughs> like, I remember when it came out, like 2015, my friends were all like, are you going to go see Ant-Man? I'm like, 
ask that question again. Ant Do I want to go see Ant Man? <laughs> it, it took me two years to see it. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's not it's like, one that you, you line up the outside the theater for, but no, it's that he just he makes great and he makes every movie he's in great. I love him. She's having like a meltdown over here. It's you, fine. You can only see. Her. <laughs> oh no, no, I understand. I mean, in Clueless, that last scene when. Okay. I'm sorry, but okay. he comes down okay. the stairs, and okay. it, it just it makes me cry every time I watch it. He's so handsome. Man, we all we all got our person. I can't I can't <laughs> falter. <laughs> all right, all so right. what you got for number three? Uh, see, my top three is where I am. I'm got hurting. a little tricky. It really did because I love these three people probably more than I love most realistic people. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. My no, my number three is uh, Frank Castle. Ah, uh, okay. Solid choice. Yeah. I love I love me some Punisher because uh, it's the whole story. First of all, I was, uh, I haven't cried watching a show in a while. Good lord, that whole <laughs> his whole backstory. I'm uh, I remember I was watching it at the gym on the like just like doing cardio, and then all of a sudden it's the I'm like, is this sweat or my tears? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Death. I was thank God I was sweating because I swear I was like, oh, <laughs> I was about to ball. Can't do but that at the gym. You can't. And also, is it's also one of the most realistic. If if a, if a guy was to become like a vigilante, it's the yeah, kung fu's cool and all, but how many of us actually are gonna go train to be ninjas? No, yeah. this dude was in the army and he knows a lot about guns. We're doing it the America way. Hand to hand, I'm just gonna get a gun. I don't need your sword. I gotta. He also just has a really realistic motivation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he, he's not really in it to be a hero. He's in it. These people killed my family. I'm gonna kill them. Yes. Yeah. So, Which, you know, you could probably relate to if you ever like had someone like, you know, murdered or, you know, in front of you, you probably would want vengeance of some kind. <laughs> of some kind, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you had that military training, you'd be like, I don't need to wait for somebody else to get it. <laughs> yeah so yeah I, I like and he just has a lot of aspects to him he's not just a one-dimensional character it's a the man suffers from ptsd from the war and actually watching his family literally gunned down in front of him yeah so yeah. it's just i don't know it's it's i liked the character before but the show made me made me appreciate him a lot more yeah and, doesn't hurt that he's like an amazing actor yeah i was gonna say that actor killed that role Oh like, yeah, yeah. Homie from Absolutely. The Walking Dead. I, what's his name in The Walking Dead? Um, because John Bernthal is the actor. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Rick's best friend. I, <laughs> I haven't watched The Walking Dead in a minute. Yeah, me either. It, it lost interest for me somewhere along the line. Yeah, I stopped watching like season four. <laughs> yeah, I think about the same point. <laughs> yeah, but. so no, it's kind of hard to top Frank Castle, but I. You know what? I had a hard time with my top two here, but my number two guy is Captain America. Yeah, okay. I mean, <laughs> and you know what? It, it seems really generic to say that. You know what? I just rewatched um, the first Avenger just like in the last like few days here. As far as like opening movies are concerned, like we talk about Thor 1 <clears throat> or, you know, Iron Man 1 or Captain America 1, like they did an amazing job of making you like emotionally connect to this guy from the very beginning. 
You know, like people might not have been excited to see his movie, but like they give you like all of the emotions in that first movie just from the very beginning. Like this is who this guy is, this is what he represents, this is what he stands for, you know, like this is what he's willing to do to make sure that everyone's safe, so on and so forth. Like, I don't know how you don't root for that guy. Like, yeah, he yeah. makes stupid decisions along the way. Like, you know, we talked about in your podcast. I don't want to give away too many spoilers. Yeah. Because you know, <laughs> we want them to go check out that episode on your podcast. But I mean, even with some of the like the dumber decisions he's made when it comes to Bucky, he's still like the almost like the ultimate like just noble guy. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like too, I I didn't watch these movies until just the last couple of years, all of them. But when I was growing up and these movies were coming out when I was in high school, I remember like hearing about Thor and like blah, 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 and all the ones that came before and nobody seemed like only the nerds were watching them. But I feel like Captain America like pulled in like a huge audience. Like I feel like that was the one. Which maybe I'm wrong, but I just remember a lot more, a wide variety of people being like, oh, have you seen Captain America? Have you seen Captain America? I mean, these are great movies. So. Yeah. yeah. If the if the first Avenger is the worst one, that's a pretty you're you're in a pretty good spot as far as I'm. Yeah, concerned. no, I just I just remember like it building a frenzy of like everyone being like, oh, you haven't seen these movies, you haven't seen them, like you have to see them. Right. But my number two is on a technicality. It's on a technicality. Ooh, yeah. Um, what, what do you mean? Please explain. Uh, so uh, Denzel is telling me. Ooh, e, it's sorry. Moving Who's Denzel? on. Um, nobody don't know him. My friend, my buddy from down the street. Um, you know Denzel me. Washington? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, he was telling me that um, Disney absorbed, finally absorbed, uh, what? Fox? Fox and Fox. So they now own all these characters. But they did say the one character they're not going to mess around with is Deadpool. So uh, I'm going to say. Whoa. <laughs> if that was a technicality. <laughs> my whole list just changed <laughs> I'm gonna put it in that since they said they're not gonna mess with him that no matter what movie comes next it's gonna have Ryan Reynolds in it and it's gonna be amazing well that's that's technically true I mean now that we're analyzing this information here um, Bob Iger who owns well the CEO of Disney did say that they're gonna reboot Fantastic Four and X-Men, but they're not rebooting Deadpool. They're going to keep Ryan Reynolds as the guy. So as far as I'm concerned, he the first two movies are canon now. Yeah. Yeah, they're MCU. So that's actually, that's completely legit. Yeah, Deadpool's my number two. Because I don't have to explain why. No. <laughs> no, you really don't. Um, I mean, it's nope. Ryan Reynolds. It's hilarious. It's amazing. It's the best thing ever. Yeah, so earlier when she said that the funniest person in the MCU was Paul Rudd, you are definitely wrong now. Yeah. I think, that's, like, I, don't know. I think that's still a debate. That's not a debate. No, I'm sorry. No. Okay. Mm. No. No. No, it's really not. Okay. Paul Rudd is a funny man, but and I'm sorry. Homie Reynolds hasn't beat. Yeah. What was that movie we watched with him in it the other day? Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. Like that movie where he was like the college kid. Oh, oh, Van Wilder. Yeah, I had never seen that. So funny. I haven't seen that in years. <laughs> it was on, I think it's still on Netflix. So yeah, we just, just happened to run by it on like the, you should watch this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn. It's my turn. Uh, <laughs> all right. So my number two is Tony Stark. Uh, Iron Man. I have him very high up because uh, uh, I like, I like this character development because Again, you go through the whole journey with him, probably because 
in the beginning, you see him go, you see him as the main character in almost all the movies. Yeah. Basically. Right. The real OG. Yeah. And uh, you see him go from the biggest dickhead to a man who feels guilty for all that he's done. And yeah, he makes a lot of mistakes along the way. Yeah. Uh, in Civil War, the whole pro- point of him trying to, how would I say, is that he, he's trying to put the blame on someone else because he feels bad. And yeah, that's kind of a dick move to do, but it, it shows that he doesn't want the responsibility of, you know, all those deaths on him. He's tired of, of everyone depending on him. And you see that he, he, he genuinely cares. I'm, I'm not the best at wording it, but I, love, I loved how he grew as a person, how he went from the, the alcoholic playboy that would tell a congressman to shove it up his, you know what, to, <laughs> to the man who's trying to save as much lives as he can with as little casualty as he can. Right, yeah. no, definitely. There's a lot of, um, just, I guess you would say altruism and, there. Yeah, and he also, yeah. he's just very human. He makes a lot of mistakes, but he always tries to fix them. And he's, and he had like that whole like fallback from Avengers where he just like was having all of his like anxiety and like PTSD from that too. Like in yep. Iron Man two, three. three, yeah. Three. yeah. So that was like a whole chunk of his character development too, like getting over that guilt and stuff. And now he's, he's wonderful. Yeah, no, you. I'm, I'm just going to play right off that because he's my number one. So I'm just going to roll right into that. All right. Top guy. And yeah, you see it like he has like, he's like, has like a, I guess you say like a, a wave of character development. It's like it's constantly going like up and down and up and down and up and down for the first like few movies. Cause like you see him like, you know, like in the very beginning when he like, he like looks over like an Iron Man one and he, and then the missile that was shot at him had his name on it. He's like, oh, what? Like, yeah. oh, this is what this is actually doing over here. And then he comes back and talks about the soldiers he saw die. And then he's still doing kind of like bonehead things in Iron Man 2. But by the end of the movie, he learns how to be an actual boyfriend to Pepper. And Yeah, that was you know, a good character development. And But later on in the movies in Civil <laughs> War, oh, you know, he talks about the fact that like, he's like, yeah, you know, like, you know, like we need to be put in check because the things that we're doing are hurting people. And so like, obviously we need to have some kind of rules around what we do because what we've been doing isn't working so far, which might not have been the best approach, but he was trying to figure out a way to make things better than they were currently. Yeah. You, know? you see him take on that father role in Spider-Man Homecoming where he tries to be like a father figure to Peter Parker. Yeah. And then that, moment where he has to watch him get oh my dusted gosh, so horrible. in infinity war and you can just see the heart face that was the real tearjerker that one got tears five and ten out of me yeah because he was talking about how like that happens to you i'm gonna be responsible for it and then yeah. he has to be holding the kid while he dies you know yeah and he's like no mr stark i don't want to go oh gosh that was such a heartbreaking <laughs> moment Ugh. But no, he has great character development. He's my number one for that reason. And because Robert Denny Jr. Just every scene that he's in, he makes it better. Like, and not too many actors can legitimately say that. Like maybe yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, it's hard to argue against it. 100%. My number uh, one is a little old man named Daredevil. Uh, I love Daredevil. Oh. And it's it's not only just because he's wonderful and a great hero, but like this was the first show that me and uh, Jorge here watched together. So um, 
we like this we watched this like two and a half years ago he's like you gotta watch this movie or this show you gotta check it out and i was like okay we'll watch it but you have to watch what what show did i make you watch for it crazy ex-girlfriend yeah something like that (laughs) so i made him watch some girly show and then we watched those two shows together and i was like dang this superhero stuff's really cool like i could (laughs) maybe get into this this is actually pretty dope and so that was kind of what kicked off the whole my introduction into the mcu netflix shows and the mcu like universe and we then proceeded to watch all of them so i have seen everything now but like that was like kind of the first one and it's it's a damn good show yeah you like, don't need to care about superheroes at all no to, like, it's so good no it's so good charlie cox is a gorgeous little man as well he's wonderful i love him he's handsome as hell he's in uh, that movie um star uh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He's he's in another movie where he's like super cute too and looks at the camera. His eyes are great. Um, <laughs> but no, and he does play blind really well. And he's great and in Dared in the season three, he has that whole I'ma kill people now thing, but then he doesn't. doesn't, kill, doesn't and kill so anyone. it's like he has one of the most unbreakable moral compasses in like the entire MCU, I think. Definitely. So, maybe other than like, I don't know. Captain America, he's kind of your noble moral dude. His noble compass is a little off. Yeah, it's a little off. With so, his, it's a he, little yeah, because he's like, no, my friend Bucky. He's yeah. like, he's like Bucky over everything. Bucky wins all. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, that's my number one. Daredevil for the win. Is the the irony that y'all y'all just spoke of the homie Cap is uh, and I know this is contradicting my list of the uh, last podcast uh, that I on mine that I spoke of that I I didn't like him that much, but. He's actually my number one. What? Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, if it's y'all heard it. It's justified, though. It's justified. Yeah. Um, I did say that I, he is my favorite, but there was that one movie that almost killed it for me. Right, right. But besides that one flaw he has, <clears throat> named Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I say Captain America is the one guy that never changes his uh, ideology is the you have to do the right thing no matter what if the world is crashing around you if the world is saying you better do this he'll be the one that says no because that's wrong or no i don't believe that so again i don't like the whole buggy thing but he it kind of proves the point that i just made is the the whole world was against him and bucky yeah and he stood on the side of his friend. He's By the way, I need me a friend that'll... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wish I had a friend like that. Right? No, seriously. You know what? I think one of my favorite moments about Cap was from, like, just the, the first Avenger, the movie I just watched, where, like, he's sitting there with that scientist in the beginning. And that scientist is just talking to him. And he's just like, we have a bunch of big men in this war. Maybe what we need is a little guy who will stand up and fight for everyone. And yeah. he was just like, just remember, like, don't ever change that part of yourself, you know, because the serum will amplify everything about you, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. 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 So. yeah so, again, I I love, again, I always said that Tony Stark developed as a character, but I love the fact that Steve never changed. He's the same kid from Brooklyn who got beat up all the time. The same kid that always stood up, tried to stand up for himself. But even though now he can kind of enforce his will per, per, per se he doesn't he uses it for good he uses it for the side of justice anything he believe in so 
Yeah, I have to say Captain America is probably my favorite. Yeah, man. I mean, the only way that he can enforce his will is when, you know, he's got Thanos in front of him. Then he gets knocked out. But that's about it, man. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, mm. Chris Pratt was almost on my list. I almost had Star-Lord on my list. And I'm like, no, no, no. He's still in trouble from Avengers. Like, I can't. He does not get to be on this list. I'm sorry. Oh, I know. There was like three or four that I'm like, oh, I want to put them. But, uh But, man, you messed it up. <laughs> All right, everyone, that is our top 10. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to finish up our special episode with our friend Henry from the Pizza Time Podcast. See y'all in a second. Alrighty, guys, just wanted to take a quick moment to tell you about what we got coming at you next week. Next week, guess who's back in the saddle? It's me, and it's going to be RuPaul again, because that's just all I do. Um, I don't <laughs> care, whatever. You're here for it. Um, and we are going to be joined once again by our good friend Sam. Um, and we are going to be reviewing episode... Episode? Fur. <laughs> um, of RuPaul. Ooh, words are fun. Um, and that is the one of the category is orange. The political episode gets a little political. Uh-oh. Don't tell people that. You're going to oh, scare no, them gonna off. Oh, going to turn them off. It, it, in a fun drag way, all right? Like, psh, please. Um, anyway, so that's going to be that. And then we are reviewing some movie trailers as per usual. Which one did you pick there, George Jorge? I picked uh, Missing Link because it looks fun. And it's a good contrast to what you decided to pick. Yeah, no, we'll see. We'll go with that. Because I, I don't know about this yet. Um, but we'll talk about that next week, obviously. Mine, I picked, was La Llorona. Say that again? La Llorona. One more time. La Llorona. All right. I long, don't know if I'm long, saying it as right. As long as you can say it, I can't say it. We'll pretend that's how you say it. I think, I think it's a, a Spanish film. I'm not really sure. But um, we'll find out when we watch the trailer. It's horror. So, me classically picking a horror film. Again. 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 Somebody's washed up and worn out and doing the same stuff over and over again like a tumbler. She had no idea what she was trying to say. I, I had an idea in my mind at first. It did not work. It, it fell apart. It's like my hopes and dreams. Oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> transitioning. So we will be back with you next week when we break down episode four, season 11 of... RuPaul's Drag Race. Start your engines. He wants to sing. I'm Be not the best singing. Woman with. Not singing. Anyway. Right. <laughs> we'll see you next time, guys. Alright, welcome back from break. We got Henry here in the house from the Pizza Time podcast. In the house. What's up? <laughs> so we are going to finish off our episode here today. We're just asking some, uh, how do we, how we define this? Some rapid fire questions? Some random rapid fire questions. Just going to put you on the spot, make you do some improv here. Uh-oh. All right, cool. Cool. <laughs> so um, I'll, I'll kick it off. Um, Captain Marvel and Thor, do you think that's going to be a ship it or no? No. No? Nah. Um, I kind of low-key think it would be cute. Uh, uh, low-key. <laughs> <laughs> Another pun. 
Number three. Oh, that was, oh, oh, like, that, that's, that's that was unintentional fun. Uh, Dang. Um, you gotta, no, you got to claim Yeah, no, things. I was so meant that. Is yeah, yeah. The she she planned that. Yes. Planned. Absolutely. So <laughs> I know you're a DC guy. So I, I remember when we were on your podcast, you asked me who would win in a fight between Cyborg and Nightcrawler. Is that right? Yep. That's so, uh, our yeah. next episode. All right, so yep. I got one for you now because you're a DC guy, right? Yep. Okay, so if you had to pick, uh, do you? How much do you know about like um, Doctor Fate? I'd say I know a solid amount. Okay. Do you think that Doctor Who would win in a fight between Doctor Fate and Doctor Strange? Ooh. Oh, dang. Rough. Oh, that one is tough. They're both like. Ooh, it's like, see, part of me wants yeah. to say that uh, the DC part of me is like, oh, Dr. Fate, no question. Um, but Dr. Strange is uh, master of the mystic arts. Dr. Fate is. Uh, I think they both called themselves the Sorcerer Supreme, don't they? Yeah. And uh, one's the. Was it? Was it oh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, Doctor Fate is the like Lord of a uh, Lord of Order. Yeah, he's a Lord of Order. Yeah, uh, I'd have to say I'd have to say, and this is on me being unbiased. Um, I'd have to say Doctor Fate. The the helmet right. of of Naboo has a lot of pa- uh, power, and uh, it also depends who who's wielding the helmet. If it's a magic user already, right, right, like so, um, like what Zatara or Satana? Yeah, he's really powerful with that helmet on. Yeah, so I'd have to give that to Dr. Fate. Okay. I don't know anything about Dr. Fate, so I'm just like, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Nodding in agreement. Yeah, agreed. Um, so I had another who would win. Um, I have a who would win in a fight versus, it'd probably be a drawn out fight, um, Lex Luthor versus Kingpin. Oh, Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor? That was a good one. Well, well, all right. Oh, okay, hold up. What, what's the circumstance here? Because physically, yeah, Kingpin, obviously. But if it's like... Oh, no. Any rules. So you know that you can use any piece of your imagination. Oh, the Lex Luthor. The smart, like, I think he's the <laughs> smartest man in the DC universe versus Kingpin, who's a thug who gets beat up by a teenager. <laughs> that's Ooh, that's true. That's true. Spider Man beats him up all the time. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. When you yeah. take him out of the, he's so cool in the Marvel shows, though. They made him really yeah. cool in Marvel shows. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But again, I have to give it to the man that rival. I think passes Batman and in intelligence sometimes. So I'd have that's to say fair. Lex Luthor. That's fair. All right. So really quickly here, who is your favorite DC villain? Mm. yeah real quick question that is a quick question uh i guess off the top of my head it's like it's always the basic thing is the joker but again i'd also have to say bane uh bane 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 to not be the most like the basic guy that always says joker i'd say bane because uh he's the while people say oh joker is the exact opposite of batman no bane is like the antithesis of batman he's uh he wants the exact opposite of him, I would say. He's his yin to his yang. Not like the Joker as in chaos, but evil. Yin yang bang. Right. Yeah, there we go. 
So yeah, Bane. Also Hispanic in the DC universe. I gotta represent my people. What's up? Okay. What's up, man? Right. There's not a lot. No, yeah. no, really. yeah, yeah. like, got, like got Bane a... and Vibe and I mean uh uh who's the guy's name? Uh um, Cisco. Yeah, Vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, Vibe, Cisco. No, no, I was thinking of no. oh Blue Beetle, Blue Beetle, Hami Blue Reyes. Beetle. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So nice. yeah, okay. gotta uh, represent my raza out there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, rapid fire question: What is better, store bought ranch or restaurant ranch? Restaurant. Boom! Suck it, Jorge. Okay. First of all, I didn't know we were branching <laughs> off to food questions. I just decided to <laughs> because I just wanted to make a point. You want to know the irony? I actually had this discussion yesterday. I was at a I was at a Buffalo Wild Wings with my cousin, uh, and he was telling me the same thing. He's like, "No, I I cannot eat. I cannot eat home meat, or I can't dip." Like the wild wing ra- uh, wings in home and like store bought ranch. And I'm no, like, Why? like, it's, like it's not the same. Something? Yeah, I can't. And I agreed with him because it's just disgusting. It it's is. not the same. It's not the same. I can't do it. Not at all. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. So she, want, she wanted to settle a debate that we were having before because I was trying to tell her, I was like, there has to be some ranch in some store in this town that you can find that can work. And she was like, no, no, it can't. But she'll eat, If like, I make it with buttermilk and mayo and get a packet, then I can make it work. But, like, she'll eat the, you know, the ranch that, you know, Pizza Hut brings in their little packet. And it's not as good. <laughs> but it's sufficient for what I need it for in the time. Okay. Like, anyways. I can't, I can't argue that logic. <laughs> so, uh, last who would win in the fight question. Um, who do you got between Aquaman and Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah? Do tell. Oh, well, for one, uh, it's been, uh, it's, I've seen, so what's it called? What's that movie called? Oh, in Flashpoint, Wonder Woman straight up murders him. Oh, yeah, she does. Six Yeah, I mean, what she did, there was like, they were fighting other people at the time. But yeah, no, um, I do believe Wonder Woman is one of the few people. And in the comics, it's been proven, too, that she's one of the most skilled fighters in the DC universe. Right. While Aquaman is pretty skilled, and this comes from Batman, that Wonder Woman is, like, rivals almost him in hand-to-hand combat. And we all know that Batman's one of the greatest fighters of all time. Right, So imagine that with a... With almost powers. yeah, with power, <laughs> yeah. with the, almost the same strength as Superman. No, I got I got Wonder Woman all day. Plus, you know, I'm madly in love with her. Yeah, yeah it doesn't hurt. <laughs> no, <man. laughs> you're not madly so. in love with Jason Momoa like everyone else. Oh my God, that man also does things to me. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm a, it's like, and I am confident that I'm a straight man, but Jason Momoa, <laughs> good lord. <laughs> Oh, you got any more, Jess? Um, no, I think I think I can't think of any. So if you have another one, you go because I just was super stoked about my ranch question. Oh, my God. yeah, I'll answer anything, <laughs> be it comic related, anything. All right, I'm, so, another food question. What's up? I'll do anything. <laughs> Did you ever watch the uh, Justice League like uh, shows back in the 2000s? Oh hell yeah! Well, it was in Spanish, by the way, because I didn't know English till I was seven. Okay, uh, but. Yeah, uh, I I love those shows. I had them on VHS. I had all the all the seasons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, those were. I think those those were another reason I'm such a huge fan of them. Also, one of, some of the reasons I learned English because then some. I think my cousin brought some, but they were all in English, so I kind of had to learn. Okay, so, so 
I'm just trying to, yeah. So I was exposed to that was like my first like real like breakout like exposure to DC when I was a kid was watching those shows when I was like 10, 11, 12 years old. And I thought that the portrayal of like Lex on those shows just made him seem like the greatest character ever. Well, as far as like a villain was concerned, I was like, the guy just has his hands on everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, his voice was just amazing. Yeah, yeah. no, I was a great voice actor for Lex. So my thing that I wanted to ask you was like, uh, from that show, like outside of the original like seven, like who was like your favorite like other like uh, Justice League member? Oh, so we're going to like the Unlimited series. Um, yes. Ooh. I'd have to go with the question. All right. Yeah, the question. I just. Oh, yeah, we just watched one of those. Yeah. The question was not too long ago. Yeah. Uh... I was a little disappointed when I found out he had a face. Same. She thought that same. he just didn't like, have a face. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I was no... like, ooh, he's breathing through his pores. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, no, as a kid, I was like, oh my God, that man does. Oh, it's a, it's a mask. It's a mess. Yeah, that's not as fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I found that story arc really, really interesting. And as again, again, as a kid, he was just hilarious to me. So yeah, I'd have to say the question. It was uh, outside of the original seven. He's probably my favorite. Nice. Nah, that's, that's a good deal there. All right. I thought of one last one. Last All question. Right. Okay. Go for it. All right. Um, your favorite superhero couple. Because I know that there's a lot of couplings in the comic books that aren't in movies and stuff. Oh, easy. Wonder Woman and Batman. Oh, okay. I, I love that one, too. <laughs> that's fair. And, that, and that's directly because of the, the Justice League show. Because uh, yeah, I... I not yeah. it yet, but I should. No, I, I actually liked the, uh, the Green Lantern uh, Hawkgirl little thing that they had going on there for a while. But yeah, I liked that and Wonder Woman, too. I, I love that. I don't know why that, that's my favorite, but yeah. Uh, and that, I saw the show before I read the comics, so in the comics, I'm... As, as I see uh, Batman and Catwoman and all, I'm like, no, he belongs with Wonder Woman. And... <laughs> like, uh-uh. No, I I, sh- I ship Wonder Bat. <sighs> What's up? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so so that that's that's my ship in uh, in the comics. Uh, Batman and Wonder Woman. I, sh- I ship it harder than I ship my own relationships. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. All right. Well, that's all the questions we had today, Henry. We appreciate you coming on to the podcast. I feel like we have to do a, a follow up to this pretty soon here. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! It was it was a uh, it's always yeah. We can't get that much done in like an hour. No, so it's like, you can only get through ten folks or something. Yeah, there's so many other things I wanted to talk about, but we'll save it for a time in the future. I just yeah. want to give you another chance to plug Pizza Time really quick before we get off. Yeah, so uh, me and my co-host, Steven, who, again, couldn't be here due to uh, health reasons. Uh, hopefully, he'll be fine for uh, our next podcast. Um, we do a podcast on um, comics, TV shows, movies. Lately, it's been a lot of movies, but it's because a lot of movies have been coming out. What's up? Um, <laughs> but yeah, anything pop culture related. And uh, we are on Instagram as Pizza Time Podcast. Hit us up. Uh, just... Hit, just talk to us if you want to whatever you want us to talk about we'll talk about whether it be comic book related or not uh we are we're trying to engage more with the fans uh we also really love the opportunity to talk with uh jasmine and jorge here hey, um, so yeah we're we're glad we're branching out a bit here uh so thanks for having me 
Yeah, absolutely, man. Of course. Yeah, we were glad to have you on. We will definitely have you on again in the future. You know, feel free to come back. I'm sure we'll be in contact. I'm trying to come on your guys' show for that next uh who would win versus like random DC versus random Marvel characters. Hey. Oh, definitely. I'm trying to get that uh trying to get that started. I'm also trying to do a March Madness bracket right now. I was I was working on that before uh before y'all <laughs> called the oh, superhero okay. March Madness bracket. Yeah, Duke almost. Oh, well, oh actual March Madness. Duke almost ruined my life yesterday. No, uh, I was hoping for the upset, honestly. But uh, <laughs> I was hoping for the upset too. You know, it been just it would have just rocked the world, and that would have been great to watch. You yeah. know, the NCAA has to, you know, has to make their money. Yeah, they do. It's true. All right. Well, that's all we got for today. So thank you for listening. Yeah. And we will be back next week with a brand new episode. We will indeed. So that is our show for today. Thank you all for tuning in to Flip It and Reverse It. Once again, my name is Jasmine, and you can find me on Instagram at the real Jasmine Sherman. And I am George of the Savannah, not the exotic. And mm, I don't know. You can find me on Instagram at ask underscore why underscore not, as in the ask why not page. And we are together on what Instagram? At flip it and reverse it, baby. We are starting that puppy up. We are getting her running. I'm I'm drawing things. Yeah, she's actually like taking out like paper and charcoal. Yeah. Charcoal people. And she's drawing our episode cover art. Yeah, I mean, there's only one up right now, but like. Uh, There'll be more soon. I'll, yeah, it's coming. There'll coming. be more soon. Check yeah. it out. Yeah, charcoal's not cheap. Support my art. Charcoal is cheap. You haven't bought it yeah, yet. Yeah, I have Whatever. a lot of charcoal. Whatever. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Um, next week, I is in charge. Topic is. We talked about it in our conversation. Already commercial been break. talked about. So or... make sure. Yeah, rewind. Go back like 10 minutes. Listen to us again. You want to hear our voices anyway. Um, So, yeah, make sure you check it out. And um, just in case you wanted to know, it's RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. Season 11. Episode Episode 4. Our episode 8. And on another alternate universe, it is episode 23. Yes, because everything's <laughs> 23, unless it's 42, then it's the end. What does that mean? Oh, I'll have to tell you about it next time. Okay. Whoever got that reference, good for you. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we were talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. Make sure you check us out. Tune in. We are on podcast. We are on Stitcher, Podbean, uh, Google Podcast. Apple Podcast. Spotify. Spotify. How could you forget Spotify? Oh, no, man. Spotify won't sponsor us now. Oh, no. Love me, Spotify. Yeah. Um. But please, the most important thing we're trying to tell you is give us a five-star review. And if you don't want to do that, then subscribe. Or I do both. It's yeah. not It's not a tomatoes, tomatoes situation. My fault. I was getting ahead of myself. Yeah. Subscribe. Um review us five-star review four-star review put it right in your armpit and squish it we don't want it we don't want four stars we don't like four stars no i mean it don't no we really don't don't and um also like we said earlier if you want to sponsor us feel free to do that too hyperlink it's purple that's all you need to know basically Um, yeah you have a final thought of the day god do yours first because i'm all over the place clearly it's okay. So my final thought of the day 
was as two people who live in the Pacific Northwest and who don't see a whole lot of sunshine this time of the year, uh, the sun is an important thing, people. If you're one of those people who lives in a part of the country where you get lots of sun all the time, screw you. I secretly hate you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, take advantage of that. Like, get outside, yeah, do some okay. stuff. Winter is over, people. I know Game of Thrones season eight is starting, and so some people feel like winter is oh, coming. God. But winter is not coming anymore. Not no. for a long time. Get outside and go enjoy your life. That was all just a setup for that joke, huh? Hmm? No, it wasn't. No. no. Oh, it was off the nog. Maybe. Uh, 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 uh. It was premeditated. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Okay, my final thought of the day is, holy crap, I went to New York and I met Evie Oddly and I died. Mm-hmm. I died. Um, and she's going to tell you all about it next time. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> we have, like, we're best friends now. So <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, that is the rest of our episode. So I hope you all have a good night. We'll see you next time. Bye.